Hi, my name is Sean Keyes, and you're listening to You, Me, and BPD. Uh, yesterday, I was chatting to someone yesterday, and it was a random phone call, uh, you know, just randomly out of the blue. And I was ringing them asking for a favor, and thankfully they, they, they agreed to do what I was asking them to do. But when we got chatting... Uh, as it turns out, the person was suicidal and they had suicidal ideations, you know. So um, it's amazing to think that that's how the world kind of works in its own weird way, where you randomly ring someone and then you figure out that they've been suicidal and they don't ring and they won't ring you. And that's pretty normal in a sense. I don't mean it's it's okay. It's pretty much normal because... That's the one thing that I've noticed as well is that, you know, ring me if anything's going on, but people don't. When you're suicidal, you don't really want to be ringing anybody. You don't really want to be bothering them. You already think you're a burden at the fact that you're already suicidal. The last thing you want to be doing is ringing other people and bringing them down with you. And this is where... The nuts and bolts of what I do, I enjoy. And to say you enjoy ringing people about if they're suicidal, I don't enjoy that bit in a sense of... But I do enjoy the fact that when you randomly ring people and, you know, you get chatting to them. And I was chatting to this person for about an hour and a half yesterday. And it's lovely when you're talking to somebody at the end of the conversation, you know that their mind is a little bit better than it was in the beginning of the conversation. And I had no idea that, um, you know, I was going to be listening to a story of suicide. And here's another thing that I was saying to the person. I'm so long doing this that listening to someone talking about suicide, I don't get caught up with it. Oh, my God. Oh, Jesus. No, 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 no. I don't get caught up with it. I don't get caught up in the drama of that, and it's pretty much dramatic. It is. Suicide is the the end. It's the end. There is no other way to say that. But I don't get caught up. I don't get caught up in the, oh, my God, I I don't even dwell upon it or anything like that because I'm so long talking to people. And after a certain amount of time, years ago when I was talking to people first, it would be in my head all night and I couldn't figure it out. But human beings adapt and they move on. I mean, one of my most prominent stories, I'll tell you, is is a joke. Um, it's basically because I'd be chatting to people around the world and I'd be chatting to people in Mexico and, you know, you know, a Mexican goes into work and, well, how are you today? Grand, yeah, that's a lovely piece of fruit. Where'd you get that? I got it down in the supermarket and uh, I seen someone being shot, but it was half price, you know. In a, and that's it. It's just so common in Mexico that they're desensitized to someone being shot that they could actually say the banana was half price. And over the years of listening to people's stories, I've been desensitized. Um, being desensitized is it good or bad? I don't know. You know, that's probably a different podcast. But on this podcast, I want to talk about the fact that people are suicidal. People don't reach out. You know, it, it's not that everybody reaches out. Some people don't reach out because they don't want to bother people. They don't want to upset them. They think that they're a burden. And the truth is, 
way, way further than that. It's not like, you know, I mean, I was so grateful that the person felt open enough to um, express that they were suicidal in their, in their thoughts and that they were able to talk to me about it. And I was grateful for the fact as well that I didn't get caught up in it and that we could have a chat, um, just pass over ideas, forward and back to each other. And that's what life is all about. It's about ringing people and talking to them. And, and it's common enough where people go, oh, ring, you know, ring somebody, talk to them, reach out. You know, from surviving suicide myself, you don't ring. You don't. You don't do, and I would talk every day to my sisters. You know, I every day, and you don't say it. You don't say, and by the way, I'm suicidal. It's not something you say. So it's important then to reach out to people, in my opinion. And, you know, uh, one of the things about me, and it's, I'm a pushy type of person, Um, you know, one of the things about me being pushy is that, is I'll ask the pushy questions. And that's crucial for people who are mentally ill because you have to read in between the lines with people. You have to try and figure out what's going on inside their head. And my head is always geared, <coughs> excuse me, it's always geared for that type of thing in a sense of going, are they all right? What's their tone like? I'm very sensitive to tones. I'm not saying I'm the fucking whatever. Uh, for me, life is about chatting to people. It's just a community of people talking together and making sure that everybody is okay as best as they can be. And that's all I'm interested in. You know, so, like, I was grateful. I was grateful for the fact of the conversation. And it's a simple little conversation that you have with someone that can turn that person's mind around and, and hopefully they can look at things in a different way. And that's what life's about as well. Is it's it's turning your head. I won't say turning your head. You know, again, all of this is off the cuff, so I don't I don't uh, write notes or whatever. The notepad looks good, but there's remote controls on it. Um, it's it's looking at something from a different perspective. As I said in in yesterday's podcast, I'm deliberately trying to find different perspectives to look at a problem just to see if that problem can have a different meaning for me, can it have a different way of looking at it, and really, to be honest, so I can feel better, um, so I don't feel as bad. I, I, you know, while chatting, to, while chatting to people, you you get to feel how they feel, you get to feel their, I suppose, their emotions in a sense, but realistically what you're trying to do with someone is to try and gel in with them so that you can try and give them your perspective to see if that suits them. Not always does it, but sometimes it does. Thankfully, yesterday, I know um, the perspective that I had, it did suit. And, you know, it took an hour and a half, we'll say, but the conversation was fantastic because it's fantastic when people can talk to each other without feeling ashamed. It's fantastic when two people can actually talk about their lives. And I talked about my life as well because, you know, that's the thing about life is, I have experience with life. I'm not going to go into the dark and deepness of my life. It's all in other podcasts. I, I'm not one for, I don't really like repeating myself. Um, but, I mean, I, I've experienced life. So it's great in a sense. All that experience can come out when you're talking to someone because you can relate. 
you know, you can then relate to them. It's it's important, in my opinion, that if you've experienced anything negative in life, that then is, is, is crucial for you going on in life because you can actually do something with it. As I said to the person yesterday, I've done plenty of things in the past that I'm not proud of. Absolutely um, too many to mention. Uh, but the fact is that I've done them. I've done things that I'm not overly proud of. I've done things that I would be ashamed of. Um, and the fact is, I've done them. That's a fact. I've done them. When, if, if any of my children do any of these things that I've done, I have experience. Will I be as hard on them? Will I just put it down to life? Will I put it down to circumstances? I think I'll be an awful lot easier on them, the fact that I've lived it. So even when you do something in life that you feel ashamed or you feel low about that you've done something, you know, and we've all done so well, not we've all. So <laughs> Some of us have done things in life we're not proud of. Um, I have that experience. I've that experience. If, if I meet someone who's done things similar to me, I'm not going to be as judgmental. You know, don't waste what you've done. Uh, you, you know, you can't do much about doing things in life as well. You've done them. Try and move on. I don't think about the stuff that I've done. I'm living my life. You know, I've done them. I have to accept that I've done them. And then, as it turns out, I have chatted to people over the years who's done something similar to me. And, you know, you're, you are less judgmental. You're more empathetic towards these people. Um and as it should be, I believe. But, you know, again, reaching out to people, I'm not saying everyone does it or doesn't do it, but the majority of people that I know don't reach out. It's not something they do because they want to die. Uh, wanting to die means not reaching out. You know, wanting to die means not to actually pick up the phone because that goes against the whole aspect of dying. That's just a sad reality of it, you know, and it's blunt and it's raw, but that's just the reality is that the majority of people don't reach out. They don't send a, hey, please help me text to the people that they love. And it's very important for people that love, if you have someone who's mentally ill in your circle, is to look for the little signs. Look for the signs that they are um, feeling a little bit lower, they'll become... You know, they'll become more aggressive in their nature. They'll become, uh, when they're talking about things, look, and I'm reflecting back on myself because <clears throat> I'm a very aggressive person in nature. Not always aggressive, very aggressive in nature. My nature is aggressive. That I've no problem saying that. That's just my nature. A leopard never changes its spots. In my nature, I'm naturally aggressive. That's fantastic for getting things done. You can use that energy to... Uh, get things done but um they'll become very aggressive in nature when people around you that are suicidal they'll become aggressive in nature you'll find them then that they'll find no joy in anything they do that they'll just get through their day they'll pick themselves up they'll get through their day you'll find maybe that their lack of um hygiene will drop you know they won't be washing or grooming themselves much um you'll find that you'll find that they just look very negatively on life in a sense of nothing seems to give them joy. They're always complaining about stuff. Now, not everybody that always complains is suicidal, 
But it's definitely one of the signs. I know plenty of people that complain all day long, and I think that's just a fucking Irish thing. Um, you know, we live in a very damp, wet, miserable fucking country. <laughs> Some people like to complain with that. Um, and it's important to look at them signs. And if you see if you see someone that you love with them signs, you know, talk to them. Get them out. Get them walking. Get them eating healthy meals, getting them, you know, again, watching their sleep, little tiny things to improve them. Get them doing the things they enjoy doing. You know, if you know that they, I'll give you an example, I love the cinema, um, you know, get them to the cinema. I know we can't do the cinema at the moment for in a pandemic, but that doesn't mean you can't sit down with them, you can't make a bit of a fuss, you can't just, you know, get them whatever they enjoy, popcorn and sweets and watch a movie with them watch a movie that you wouldn't necessarily watch with them and just sit down and watch a movie with them that just tells someone hey look i see you you know i'm with you that's all it does it's simple it's the little things in life that are the little things in life are simple and if you can do them it means the world to people when they're feeling low because you know, when someone feels low, they don't want to be the burden, but they, they also do want to be seen because suicide is basically this. The mind's inability to solve a problem, and because it can't solve a particular problem, the only other option is to end itself because the mind has to be able to create a reality. It has to be able to create a reality and fill in the gaps. That's how the mind works. I mean, the mind, if I say, you know, roses are red, violets are... Automatically, the majority of people listening are thinking blue because the mind has to fill in the gap. That's how it works. If the mind can't fill in the gap, and it can't fill in the gap within a problem that it has, it ends itself. It's really a shut-down program that the mind has because it's either that or go absolutely fucking crazy. And people can go crazy when they can't solve problems. You know, so... And suicide, um, obviously, is a full... Uh, it's it's That's it. It's a full... Like you're dead. There, there's no other way to say it. And the unfortunate thing about suicide is every inch of pain you have spreads out to the people that you love. Um, and that's a fact. It just spreads outward to the people that you love. And they then hold your pain. <clears throat> so they do. So when you see someone around you that you love, this is an important message, and I don't kind of talk like this normally, but it is important. It's suicide. It's really the end goal for people who are mentally ill. Um, not end goal in that they actually want to get there. It's the fact is the majority of people or quite a lot of them actually try it, and some, some unfortunately, are successful. So it is important to reach out. It is important to be a pushy type of person. I'm a pushy type of person. This is where pushiness is actually important in life, because you do push people, you do ask questions, you do make them feel a little bit uncomfortable with the questions that you ask them, but then you kind of figure out that they were suicidal. And, you know, this is... This is these are the things that are important for people who are mentally ill is to actually keep in contact with them. I know sometimes people that are mentally ill, they're not exactly the fucking f 
flavor of the month to be around, I'm going to put my hand up and, and say that that's just life. You know what I mean? Sometimes, sometimes we can't be. And, you know, I have to be honest with that. You know, it's not all fucking me, 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 me in life. Sometimes that's not the case, but it's still important to touch in with them. It's still important to, to touch in, make sure they're okay. And especially people that are mentally ill. It's important for us as a community, and I'm on about people who are mentally ill here, not neurotypical. Um, it's important for us as, as a community to make sure and touch in with each other because we understand that that's the reality of life. We understand that that's the reality of our life and that, you know, especially people with BPD, you could get one trigger and that could be it for you, you know. Depending on how strong your energy is, that one trigger could be the end of your life. When really, again, you're just trying to vent and the mind can't figure out another way to do it, so it just ends itself. So, um, this is a very, very short one, because it's something that I just wanted to talk about today, because of that experience I had yesterday. And, you know, do reach out to people, because they're not going to reach out to you. The people that tell you, I'm okay, I'm grand, everything is fine, they're the ones you ring the most. They're the ones that you hound, and make time for, and go for a walk with. Because if you have an inclination that someone's not okay, go with your gut. If your gut feeling told you they're not okay, then go with your gut. Because your gut there, it kind of has a lot of experience and it does kind of pick up on things that you might not be able to perceive, but it does. And it's all as best to err on the side of caution with people, I believe, in the sense of going, ask them the little questions. They're not always going to tell you the truth. I mean, someone who's close to suicide will tell you everything is fine. It's the most common theme you hear when someone's dead. And they said they were fine. Of course they're going to say they're fine. They're not going to say, listen, I have a fucking huge plan of killing myself, and you're going to get in the way of it. That's the idea of life. You kind of have to get in the way of that suicide. And, yeah, you do. You just have to kind of get in the way of it. So trying to help them figure out their, their problems, you know. So again, um, do reach out, do reach out, and I'll say this, I suppose, you know, when I'm talking about this, my email address is youmeandbpd1 at gmail.com, I have no issues with people contacting me, um, the A-N-D is A-N-D, and youmeandbpd1 at gmail.com, I have absolutely zero um, issues, and here's the thing, I'm going to say this, I don't get upset about people ringing me or telling me that they're suicidal. So when you're, if you do contact me and tell me you're suicidal, I don't get upset about it. And the reason I'm going to say this is this. I don't get upset because I'm so long doing it, and I don't get upset because it's important for me not to get upset. So you can ring me is what I'm trying to say. You can text me. It's not going to interfere with my day in a sense that I'm going to be thinking about it all night long. I don't be. I'm deliberately talking about this this morning. But when I was finished a phone call yesterday, I went straight into um, playing with my children and concentrating on, on uh, what I was doing with them. And again, I'm saying this in a sense of, so do contact me because it's not a problem for me. It's definitely not a problem for me to listen to someone who's suicidal and I actually would respect someone who would do that because this is the whole point of all of this, is to be able to reach out to people and go, look, I'm not fucking feeling great today. 
you know, I'm just feeling a bit shitty and just sit with them and hopefully by the end of the conversation that they'll they'll feel a little bit better. And that's that's the end goal. That's the whole end goal of everything that I do. I mean, you know, the <clears throat> the podcast is great and the YouTube is great and I couldn't give a flying fuck if I'm being honest about either of them. Um you know, their their messages and uh, it's it's the phone call yesterday. It's that. That's that's what makes me feel the best about myself. Is that a human being had the confidence to be able to tell another human being that they were suicidal and by the end of it I know they felt better. It's not that I'm thinking they did, I know they did. And I'm gonna talk with them again next week because I believe that's life. That's what it's all about. This um, is just a platform to try and reach out to other people. And again, you know, to be quite honest with you, as I was chatting to the person about, uh, and, and, you know, and thankfully, like, I don't think they even listened to the podcast. So that was the beauty of it. Um, it's not, this isn't, I couldn't, yeah, I don't. This podcast is for three people, my children. Later on in life, hopefully they'll listen to this and they'll figure out some information and it might help them. And that's the nuts and bolts of the podcast is that it's it's for three people to hopefully my children. It's 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 messages for when they're adults that they can listen back and hopefully I might have some information that might help them get through something if I'm not here, if I've died of natural causes. That's what all this is about. It's to make sure that three children have information that I will not be here if I'm gone by natural causes. Um, and I love the fact that it helps other people. I do. That's genuine. But it's the actual talking to people. It's getting in with someone's life. It's chatting to them. Having a connection. I'm doing this on my own. It's not the same. I love to connect to people. I love to chat to them. I love to see can we, you know, merge two worlds together and see if we can fucking just figure out some sort of problem that they're having and that to me means the world. That's what means the world to me is the talking. And that's what we did as a, and always have done as a species. We're doing it less now with technology and everything else. And I suppose this is thankfully great thing about technology is podcasting and, and YouTube. But um, yeah, this is, it, it's chatting to people, chatting. That's the nuts and bolts for me. It's chatting to human beings and being able to, go into their world and they can come into my world and we can fucking pull from each other's worlds and see, Jesus, that could be helpful for me and that could be helpful for you. And that's all it's about, you know? That's all it is about. So thanks very much for listening again and um, I hope this helps.